everyone. Thank you so much for coming over to listen today. I'm Sue Van Rees, nutritional therapist, food psychology specialist, author, and founder of Boulder Nutrition here in Boulder, Colorado. For the next few weeks, I'll be hosting a very special edition of the podcast called The Soul Food Sessions. The Soul Food Sessions are bite-sized morsels of wisdom from our 2018 guest teachers, little tasters here and there from me, and some sweet shares from my past participants of my online program, The Yoga of Eating, a six-month course and community to heal your relationship to food and your body. Registration is now open. Over the next few weeks, you will get mini appetizer plates to sample through the soul food sessions. We have amazing content coming for you. And if you like these little tasters and teachings, I guarantee that you are going to love the Yoga of Eating online course and community. The Yoga of Eating begins this January. This is my most complete body of work combining nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, embodiment practices, recipes, resources, and our wonderful group of online guest teachers. You can find out more at theyogaofeating.com. I could not be more excited to share with you this very special edition of Satiate, and I am also incredibly grateful to be offering you some of the most potent wisdom from experts all over the country. So pour yourself a cup of something wintry and warming, settle into your favorite spot, and enjoy this soul food session. So I'm going to introduce our special guest today, and that is Dr. Charlie Cropley, an old and very dear friend of mine. And Dr. Charlie Cropley is a practicing naturopathic doctor, teacher, and author here in the Boulder, Denver area since 1979. He has trained hundreds of doctors in his his methods of self-healing and nutrition and has been a frequent lecturer at colleges of naturopathic medicine, and he regularly leads courses and retreats. He is author of numerous articles, two books, and an array of audios and videos. He has been voted the best alternative health care practitioner in Boulder for the last six years. Dr. Cropley works with all types of health problems. He teaches his clients to dramatically improve their health and vitality through four practices, which he himself lives wholesome nutrition and fasting, strengthening exercise and deep rest, healthy thinking, and honest, caring relationships. So I feel very excited to be here with you today in person, live in your home office. So thank you so much, Charlie, for taking the time for this podcast episode. Yeah. Um, my joy, Sue. I, I very much admire you, and you and I are, you know, really close in the work we we do together, and we've been doing this for a lot of years, and so I'm excited, too, to see what we create together in this podcast. 
That's wonderful. I was thinking as I was coming over here today that you were one of my first inspirations and teachers actually in the world of nutrition and holistic health. And that was nearly 20 years ago. So it's Mm -hmm. a great honor for me to come full circle back to this interview and hear some of the wisdom that was some of my original inspiration for my work. Mm. Thank you. Satiation, how does that mm-hmm. land for you? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> satiation means for me being satisfied. And, uh, and satisfaction is very close to happiness, to peace, uh, and which is to me inextricable from health. And uh, so being satiated um, is something I'll say that, uh, that I fight for. And I, uh, and I, um, I, I most often think of it as happiness or satisfaction, as I say. Uh, and I've recognized that it's the most precious thing to me. And, uh, and that, for example, I could have difficulties or challenges in my physical body in whatever areas of my body uh, or of my life. It might be financially, it might be relationship. And, but if I'm, if I'm satiated, if I'm satisfied, if I'm content, that then I'm good, right? It isn't, uh, it isn't that I need, it's just the most important to me. So if I can find my way back to being satisfied, to being satiated with the circumstances of my life, then I'm okay with problems in different areas. And, and so what I'm wanting to say about this is that I have found that being satiated is is the hardest thing that there is to do. It that and and I thought it should be easy and but I realized because it is the greatest of all prizes, it is the it is what we long for that it, it deserves and requires the dedication that it takes to, to remain in a state of satiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we move on, I think maybe a quick distinction around different kinds of satiation. Uh-huh. I mean, you and I both being very heavily connected to physically and how we eat to be Mm -hmm. satiated Mm -hmm. but yet then the metaphor of the greater life satiation where we feel that satisfaction Mm -hmm. that you mention Mm -hmm. what do you have anything more to say about those different types of satiation today yeah well you can be satiated with food like i've had enough here but um the the ability to to be satiated with your life, with yourself as a person, that's, that's not 
so much a physical sensation. Uh, that is, uh, that's, that's a place of peace and contentment that, uh, that then from that place, we then, we then eat from that place, we move from that place, we relate from that place, we think from that place, mm. and it colors, colors everything. If we're not satiated, if we're disturbed, if we're hungry, if we're missing something, and it's gnawing at us, then we're looking to, to satisfy that somehow. And food is a big way, spending money, watching porn, what, you know, being overly busy. There's infinite ways that we, uh, that we kind of grasp for satiation. Mm-hmm. And, and food, for me, you know, when food becomes uh, a practice for you, a conscious way that you're caring for yourself, then you become aware of what's leading me to eat here. Why am I, you know, prowling around the house looking for something? What's driving me? And uh, as you, as I have explored that, I find what we could term here that I'm, I'm not satiated. I'm, I'm irritated. I'm anxious, I'm disturbed, I'm off, and I'm, I'm looking to distract myself or numb myself, and food is like, you know, a top-level way of doing that. So easy, seemingly so innocuous, you know, mm-hmm. to go to the cupboard, go to the refrigerator, eat something even though you're physically satiated, right. not hungry at all in the moment, but you need something, right? Yeah. So... Well, actually, that leads me really right to this next question, which is in your work, and we could say your work personally mm-hmm. is your own, you know, mm-hmm. wise being or in your professional work, how do you witness being satiated and how that impacts how we are as eaters or how we relate to our health? So I guess, you know, one would be someone who's satiated in their life and how that would play out. Another would be somebody who's not satiated in their life and how that may play out in all mm-hmm. of your experience and all of the people mm-hmm. you've witnessed mm-hmm. in your practice. I think I'm probably a pretty good example of it. When I haven't had enough sleep, um, I'm, I'm irritable. I'm, uh, I, I generally lack energy in all areas of my life and everything is harder. It is difficult for me. And, uh, and so that's a state of not being satiated with anything. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm tried by everything. And so when I, uh, am sleep deprived, I am very irritable with myself. I'm not satisfied. I'm not satiated with who I am. I don't like who I am. I'm, which manifests in me as, um, as obsessing about how I'm doing and if I'm okay, and that, and all that is not okay is magnified for me. 
right? Mm. And, and, and bothers me. And I, I see myself as being that way. And, uh, and I'm irritable, uh, especially with myself, like I will catch myself doing that. And rather than just shifting gently, I'll, I will go, that's so stupid that you're doing that. Why are you doing that again? And, and I'm yeah. on my case about it. And with eating, similarly, hunger. Well, I'm, I am, I definitely overeat when I'm tired. And I am less able to resist or to, to hold to my path in the face of temptations. And it, it, I'm just more easily seduced and succumb to eating things that in my normal life that I wouldn't eat. Now, that, that I'm speaking in a, an acute sense, a day when I haven't had enough sleep. I'm using this for mm -hmm. an example. But in a chronic sense uh, that is ongoingly, generally just because of who I am, Charlie Cropley, and my past, um, it, uh, it takes me a lot of work to get myself into the stage I want to be in. And uh, this has become a great blessing for me. It would be like if I had back pain and had to do yoga on a daily basis in order to move pain-free, Eventually, that yoga becomes like, wow, I love yoga. You know, it, it's a thing that you love. And back pain or no, the blessing that it is to you and all that it brings to your life, you're going to do that. Well, that is how my time of self-examination and, and self-reflection has been. I used to wake up, uh, and I so didn't like the person I was. I was so unsatisfied or unsatiated with who I am, and I was anxious, and I was depressed, and I needed to, to, I couldn't really face the day, because I knew I'd go through the day stuck in my mind. People go, Charlie, how are you? And I could say I'm okay, but I didn't feel okay at all. And it took me work, and I began not knowing, just taking time back in these days, I would read the Bible and, and write out what I was learning and how it applied to my day and pray and get prepare myself for the day. That's evolved over time. My practices are different, but essentially it is the, the, the same practice of seeking satiation, seeking really like, like, wow, what a feast, what a banquet my life is you know, and who I am, and seeing my challenges as perfect. You know, this trial is, is shaping me, and I see it, and, and I'm going to, the way I'm going to be with this challenge is, is one of bringing forth my best, and I go into my day that way. That is, uh, is I'm saying that I have to do that. I ha it's now my yoga. I wouldn't not do that because 
I know a way to inspire myself to reach a stage of satiation and appreciation of the banquet that my life is. And, uh, and without that, then um, I used to say, without that, just shoot me. Like if I, had to, if I had to just go through life, like get up and go to work and not, not dig into the, you know, the, the substance of my life and search for meaning and search for happiness and satiety, satiation, um, I, wouldn't, I really wouldn't want to live. And, and so I'm saying that doing that gives me then I bring my eating because my eating is, is an ongoing practice for me, as is movement, as is thinking, which is what I'm talking about in relationship. Those things flourish because I come into them satiated, enthused, inspired, and see that, that I don't get to just eat anything I want to today. On no day do I eat just anything I want to. I eat I eat be, for the same reason I work out. I work out not from dissatisfaction with my body, but for love of my body. And I eat for love of myself. And I know because I've, I know because I know that this investment pays off. Like, I mean, eating well, all of these practices just pays off with health and vitality and happiness and and so that I'm not fooled anymore. I don't I don't want to slip anywhere in my eating. Of course I do all the time in all the practices, but it's a practice and I'm at it. And so this this fundamental work of of satiating myself is then then uh, I become satiated with my whole life and all the challenges that face me are a banquet to me. And, and so the satiation here manifests in eating, manifests in movement, manifests in my work and everything that I do. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. That's a beautiful example of yes. finding a way to mm-hmm. that place that's still imperfect. Absolutely. But it's imperfect with a lot of awareness, mm-hmm. I guess we yep. could say. Uh-huh. today yeah. it's always so wonderful to listen to your experiences that you have with yourself actually I've done a lot of this with you over the years and mm-hmm. I always find it very inspiring to yeah. just communicate with you around this topic that you so passionately articulate really yeah yeah right I'm uh I'm one of us right I'm, uh another suffering struggling human being um, you know, finding finding my way, and I too thank you because we share this together and have such a passion for it. And yeah, bring out good conversations. So, oh. thanks. Sue. Well, thank you, and thank you so much for taking the time today. My joy. Thank you so much for coming over to listen to this very special edition of Satiate the Soul Food Sessions. These podcasts are designed to give you little tasters and appetizers of the upcoming Yoga of Eating online course and community, which begins at the end of January. Registration is currently open. You can access all of 
the details for registration and more about our dynamic group of guest teachers and all the different aspects of the program, including nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, reflective resources, and nourishing recipes by going over to theyogaofeating.com. I would love to welcome you into this year's brilliant circle of women, and I'm excited to dive in with each of you in the inner world of making a lasting change in our relationship to food and body. This is definitely my most complete and passionate body of work and has supported thousands of women around the world in making a lasting change and creating more health and happiness in their lives. I look forward to seeing you for the next Soul Food session coming your way soon. And until then, take good.